Welcome to Game Day Geeks with your hosts, James Mummert and Josh Davidson. I'm James Mummert. And I'm Josh Davidson. And Josh, welcome back. Man, I feel like it's been like a month, but I think it's only been like two weeks in a row now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, life kind of got in the way a little bit. That's why I haven't on the podcast in a while, but uh, I'm back and hopefully we can uh, keep the, the steady run going. Yeah, uh, you know, my uh, father and brother kind of held down the fort for a little while for the Thanksgiving time. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's always good when you bring in two of your biggest critics, two of your biggest <laughs> listeners, and then you combine all of that and let them, you know, give them a free run at the mic. Uh, I felt like I was under attack, but, I, you know, I loved I mean, it because it's my family. <laughs> so They had an open mic just to kind of tear you down. Absolutely. Uh, we've missed, I mean, there's been quite a bit that's gone on in the past couple of weeks. Probably mm-hmm. going to be impossible for us to actually uh, go over all of that. But, uh, you know, we can certainly start with some of the big things, namely college football. The playoffs have yep, been yep. officially uh, released. Even the bowl games have been officially released. But Were you surprised by the top four at all? I was not surprised by the top four. So, obviously, Alabama being one. That's the biggest yeah. duh ever. They could, I think, I honestly think they could have lost by thirty in the championship game of the SEC, and they still would have been number one. I, I was a little bit surprised by Ohio State dropping to two, Clemson moving to three. It's honestly just a, a matter of semantics because uh, it's a neutral game, so being the home team really has no effect. But uh, I don't see why Clemson beating Virginia Tech you know, by only a touchdown warrants them moving up to two. But yeah. so Clemson, Ohio State, Michigan, or I'm sorry, Clemson, Ohio State and Alabama, I all agreed with. I think Washington, Penn State and Michigan all had solid arguments to be included into the fourth. I think Michigan was easy to eliminate for the committee because, you know, they didn't play whatsoever and Penn State won and Washington won. So you, you can't eliminate two conference champions, yeah. but yeah, whether it's Washington or Penn State, as a Big Ten guy, I would have obviously been okay with Penn State, but I honestly see Washington's, you know, getting in. They they took care of business in the Pac-12 championship game, so yeah. it really doesn't matter because, in my opinion, whoever is the four seed is just going to get waxed by Alabama, so. Yeah, I, I, I hope Washington can make it at least a, a good game against Alabama. I think they're going to, Alabama's going to win by at least three touchdowns. I don't even think it's going to be close. Um but I was really hoping Penn State was going to get in. Washington, throughout the year, they just didn't really impress me all that much. Um, yeah, they, they lost to a, a really hot USC team. But when you look at the rest of the, the teams that they played, it, I don't know, nothing really just stood out to me. Whereas Penn State, that loss to Pitt really came back to bite them. Like, hardcore. Well, so I have, a, I have a really good friend who's a Penn State fan. And all day Saturday... Uh, even Sunday morning, we were texting back and forth because at that point, when we first started, the game hadn't started. But then after Penn State took care of business, he really got on his, hey, Penn State deserves to be an over yeah. Ohio State thing. And we just got into this crazy long text <laughs> argument. And his big point was, you know, there's not that 13th data point for Ohio State. You know, they didn't play that 13th game like a lot of, the guy, a lot of these guys did. So they, they didn't deserve to be in. But I'm like, Dustin... Who and this is not the same Dustin. I'd okay. <laughs> be worried there. For it's a, a completely different guy I used to be stationed with. But I'm like Dustin, who has Penn State beat after Ohio State? You know, 
Yep. They won the Big Ten championship game, so they beat Wisconsin. That's a quality win. But after that, you cannot – there's not another quality win on that schedule. Uh, you know, the fact that they played Pitt, and he's like, well, what if we would have played Tulsa? I was like, well, you might have probably advanced instead of – but you lost to Pitt. You should have yeah. beat Pitt. You didn't. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. So with Washington, they played who was in front of them. Now, they had the weakest out-of-conference schedule out of any of the Power 5 teams anywhere. Close. And, and, I mean, they were like 144th out of 144. Whatever it was, they were last. Mm-hmm. Now, some of that you can control, some of that you can't. You know, look, you look at a team like Ohio State who played Oklahoma this year and they'll play them again next year. Those games are set about 10 years in advance. Yeah. Nobody has any idea how good Oklahoma is going to be 10 years from now or how good Ohio State is. You're, you're scheduling on name. You know, Ohio State has games with uh, Texas coming up in the early 2020s. Now, I'm pumped for that one because, hey, if Tom Herman's still there when that when that yeah. time comes. Hopefully you can get him back to. Right, but I'm saying like with, the, with most of these games that are scheduled, you just don't know what a team's going to be like. Now, some of these you do because year to year you're going to pay these guys to, to come out and play. And, you know, some of these small schools in Washington did themselves no favors there. But ultimately, I think the committee, I'm, I'm okay with it. Obviously, I mean, disclaimer, I'm an Ohio State fan, so yes, I am. But I, I would not have been okay with it had Ohio State not made it, but I still would have seen that <laughs> argument. I think the bigger question or the thing that is, is more interesting to talk about is, do you think that this sets a precedent or begins, you know, ramps up the conversations for a six-team or an eight-team playoff? I think it does. Uh, you have... These Power Five champions, so you have a Penn State, for example, winning the Big Ten, which was the best conference in college football, not getting in. Um, the committee, I mean, they're human. They're going to see, they're going to watch the news. They're going to hear people gripe about it. And the people that are griping, they have a valid argument. Um, yes, Ohio State, they had, they beat some amazing teams, but they didn't win the conference championship. And so the committee, uh, <clears throat> Excuse me. The committee uh, allowing that to happen, I think that just kind of has to force their hand to say, hey, maybe we need to expand this out a bit. Uh, maybe we need to take it up to, I don't think six is the right answer. I think it's got to be at least eight. Take it up to eight teams, get all the Power Five conferences in, and then from there we can start picking the non-conference champions like an Ohio State or like a Michigan to come in and play. That should appease all the people out there that are really upset about it and really allow the top eight teams to just kind of see really who is the best, Where it's, so the committee is not the one kind of like leaving people out, if that makes sense. Do you have the rank? Is that the rankings that you have up yeah, right, right there? Yeah, So who's number eight and nine in the final rankings? Eight is Wisconsin, which mm-hmm. I'm okay with. Nine is USC. Okay, so basically if we had an eight-team playoff, we would be arguing between Wisconsin and USC, mm-hmm. which I think both of those teams – in the right game, the right scenario, could challenge any of the other teams. Sure. It's a beat, but challenge. Yeah, Wisconsin's 10-3, and three, and USC is 9-3, and three, just for uh, reference. Right. So, I mean, that's what it comes down to. You're, you, people, proponents of four are saying, well, you've got teams 5-6, sometimes 7, who have real cases, but they're getting left out. That's what I love about the drama. You mm-hmm. have team people who want to go to 8, and you're saying, well, there's 8-9, you know, 8-9 and 10 might all have a case. This year, more than any, I think it's been Alabama and then teams two through probably nine or ten have really, in my opinion, all just been, you know, you could have put any of those teams there 
and I wouldn't really argue with it. Ohio State has not been dominant this year. They've played two games, in my opinion, in their conference play or big games, Oklahoma and Nebraska, that they've absolutely thoroughly dominated every aspect of the game. Other than that, they have not proven they're anybody. They haven't, but they beat teams that are ranked 5th, 6th, and 7th in the final poll. Right. I agree. I'm just saying that, like, <laughs> a Clemson this year, they have struggled to, to make it there. Mm-hmm. You know, Michigan's not playing. You know, that all you could go down the line from 2 through 10 and easily make a case, you know, a, a pros and a cons. And I think what the committee did is... I think they understand the talent of a team like Ohio State. And Penn State fans aren't going to like to hear it. And anybody who thinks that I just scream Big Ten all the time is not going to like it. But Ohio State minus Alabama is the most talented team in the country. When they have, they have the most talent. Now, the execution of talent is another thing. They've, they've failed that. But I think anybody who looks at that team and sees if they just play a complete game, they are going to win more times than not. So, I I like the committee. If I'm Penn State, I'm kind of mad that I didn't make the playoff. But honestly, when I when I wake up and I look at, I'm like, man, I could have went to the playoff, which gives you some recognition. Mm -hmm. You know, James Franklin probably gets a little bit more of a bonus going to a playoff. But you could wake up and play Alabama and just get shellacked, or you could play in the Rose Bowl, which hey, still a prestigious bowl. Yeah, you got a big twelve, uh, big Pac twelve matchup in the Rose Bowl. I think they play USC, mm-hmm. and you've got a legitimate chance to win that game. So, would you rather get waxed and be a part of the Final Four discussion, which you're going to be popular for a month leading up to it, or would you rather play in a game where you have a legitimate chance to win? You get to go to Los Angeles and just enjoy beautiful weather and. Who knows? You might be Rose Bowl champions. That's true. Well, I mean, I think any player is going to want to take that chance to play Alabama and win the national championship. But yeah, I agree with you. I mean, they wouldn't, I don't think Penn State would stand a chance against Alabama. In fact, looking at the rest of the list, Clemson will get whooped. Washington will get whooped. Ohio State really is the only one that stands a chance to beat Alabama. And even then, I think Alabama is just going to win it all. They Well, Ohio State has to get past Clemson. So one more thing before we move to talking about OSU Clemson <coughs> is that I think if you ask any Penn State fan to be honest with themselves, nobody would have even seen Big Ten champion in their window this year. Now, my buddy, who I said is a giant Penn State fan, he even said as, as much. He said, I honestly didn't see that coming. You know, a three or four loss team, okay, maybe. But nobody saw that. They they are a year or two ahead of schedule, which is, I think, what a lot of people said about Ohio State when they won the national championship two years ago, that they were a year early winning that. And everyone thought they'd win it next year and didn't, of course. But Penn State, I you got to like where you're at. They have a lot of young guys who are going to are gonna be around for a couple years. I think they've got a real chance. And next year, see, this year they snuck up on people. You know, they didn't become somebody until they actually beat Ohio State. Next year, they're not going to sneak up on anybody, but I think they're going to have the talent to match that. So, Agreed. Ohio, St- Ohio State-Clemson, let's uh, let's briefly, you know, what, what's your feelings on that? I think Ohio State's going to win. Um, Clemson, you mentioned earlier, like a long time ago, that they're, they're overrated. Um, they have so many games where they only win by a touchdown or less. And look at the uh, ACC championship game. They, they won by a touchdown, seven points against uh, Virginia Tech. So um, I don't have a lot of confidence in that team. I think Deshaun Watson is a, a 
great quarterback, and there's a very good chance he'll win the Heisman this year. But you hit the nail on the head. Ohio State has the most talented team um, that's playing in the playoffs, and I think they're going to be able to pull it out. I think I we we talked about this at work not too long ago, and I'm pretty sure I said 24-17 was what I think the final score of that game is going to be. Ohio State obviously winning. Yeah, I... I think that these teams are a almost identical mirror of one another with how they've played this year. Now, Ohio State has squeaked by. I mean, Clemson has not played some of those complete games I was talking about with Oklahoma and the Nebraska game for Ohio State. But I think they're a team that's full of talent that just has not played to the potential. So I legitimately think that this is either going to be a really good game if Ohio State maybe doesn't come to play as much as they normally do and Clemson kind of plays the same, or I think it's going to be an Ohio State routing if they have a complete game like they did. Uh, Deshaun Watson, he is a great quarterback. I don't think he's going to win the Heisman. I think Lamar Jackson still has it wrapped up. You think so? Oh, absolutely. He has 30-plus <clears throat> passing touchdowns and 20-plus rushing touchdowns. I think he's a shoe in for it. I mean, you looked at the the list of the – the list of guys keeps playing uh, on the computer screen at work. And you got Lamar Jackson, Watson, Baker Mayfield, his wide receiver, who I don't even know, and Jabril Peppers, which don't even get me started on Jabril <laughs> Peppers. It, it would be kind of nice to see uh, a non-quarterback or running back win it. but He does, but he's... <clears throat> I told you not to get me started, so I'm going to try not to get started. The fact that he won Big Ten... <laughs> I kind of want you to get started. <laughs> the fact that he won D- Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year is a complete sham. Most of those awards are just name recognition awards. So, And I don't know the guy for Michigan, but he's not even the best player on his own team statistically this year. He, that Michigan's DB had better stats than Jabril Peppers. Mm-hmm. If you want to talk about an Ohio State guy who had, should, should have legitimate consideration for that award, you look up Malik Hooker. Six interceptions. Three of those are touchdowns. Jabril Peppers had his first interception off a tip in the Ohio State game. His first career interception. He had one fewer tackle than Peppers, and he had a couple a couple more tackles for loss or something like that. But I, I don't get how a guy with six interceptions and three of those are return touchdowns doesn't beat a guy with one interception. And I don't know. So, it's, <laughs> I, sure, give him the Big Ten Player of the Year <coughs> Defensive player of the year if you really want to. But to invite him as a Heisman candidate, he had no return touchdowns. As I think a, it's just because of everything that he does on sure, the field. Sure, I, I get that. But I just he doesn't he hasn't produced offensively. He lines up and runs the Wildcat. Okay, good good for him. Yeah. You know, he, he did have one good return in the in the Ohio State-Michigan game. Uh, didn't take it to the house. But I, I think... Part of it's gonna, it's just gonna sound when we listen to this like I'm Ohio State fan r- ranting on a Michigan guy, but <laughs> I don't care. I think it's, it's not ridiculous. The SEC is I would have, I would have given it to his teammate. I wish I would have known his name. It would made me sound smarter and more prepared, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, I think it's Lamar Jackson's award, no matter what. But uh, you know, even with them losing a couple games, I think he just was so far ahead of everybody that even losing a couple and coming back down closer to earth, he's still going to win it. So, uh, <clears throat> a couple other good bowl games, though. Let's see here. Uh, Michigan, who do they play? Do you remember off the top of your head? They have a good one. Oh, Florida State. Yep. Michigan and Florida State. And there was one other <coughs> one that I was uh, pretty interested in. Uh, well, for our buddy Dustin, the other Dustin who listens, his Vols are playing Nebraska, which they've had good success against the Big Ten the past couple years. 
But I don't think that there could have been a better matchup of Big Ten overrated team and SEC overrated team or underperforming or whatever word you want to use. Like Nebraska and Tennessee are perfect for one another. Uh, Wisconsin and Western Michigan. That's yeah. That's and the, the, other in one. the Cotton Bowl. I'm really interested to watch this game because Western Michigan, other than Alabama, is the only team to be undefeated. Yes, they're not playing in a Power Five conference, but. Um, I think this is going to give them a shot and an opportunity to show the world, hey, yeah, we're not a Power 5 team, but we actually are pretty darn good team. But, okay, so when you, when we did our rankings at work one day, we did a top <laughs> eight. I remember this. You yeah. had Me- Western Michigan somewhere in the top eight. I, I had, didn't even I had Western Michigan 10. at eight. At eight. Um, yep. So that would actually knock out, if you look at the, the rankings right now, uh, it would knock out Wisconsin, who's at eight. I put them ahead of USC, Colorado, Florida State, Louisville, Auburn, and Oklahoma State because Western Michigan is 15 right now, and I think that's where they deserve to be. Like I, I get it, they haven't lost a game. Will you change your mind if they just if they beat Wisconsin? Whoop Wisconsin! That they deserve to be in the top 10 or top eight? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. You know, it, it's much like any any of those teams when Boise State beat Oklahoma all those years oh, ago. Man, that was that was awesome. I was rooting for it, but. It's just they hadn't played anybody. Had Western Michigan scheduled, you know, been scheduled against a team that finished ranked now and like had 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 that win and then won their conference and all that, then that's a whole other story. But I just I don't think Western Michigan's on the same field. It's a great story. They're undefeated, and I hope that they do well in their bowl. And heck, I would be okay if they win it. I'd love to see Wisconsin in the Big Ten win a game, yeah, another bowl game. But if Western Michigan did, I would absolutely be okay with that. I just don't think that they are a top eight team. <laughs> okay. I, I think that they would get waxed. So, uh, anything else with college you want to talk about? Before I mean, we've hit the playoffs. We hit kind of the uh, seedings. We've hit some of the other bowls. Anything else? Even the awards. Anything jump out to you that? Uh, we're probably not going to talk much football, much college football until uh, New Year's Eve. Or around that time, because that's when the the, the big game games started. are. So, uh, well, before we forget, what do you think your prediction? Like, what are the predictions, the scoring predictions for the Alabama Washington game and then the Ohio State Clemson game? Uh, I think Alabama is going to win by a lot. <laughs> I think it's probably going to be something in the neighborhood of 45-24, 45-20 maybe. Okay. I, I just think. I don't know. Nick Saban, they're not they don't run the scores up a lot, but they're going to play a complete game. Washington's probably going to get a garbage time touchdown, so I'd say it'd probably be like 45-17 before the starters come out. Uh, Ohio State Michigan or Ohio State Clemson. I really see this as a field goal game. I told you I could see Ohio State just wiping it, but I think it's going to be something like a 24-21 or a 21-17 game uh, in Ohio State's favor. Okay. Uh, like I said, 24-17 what I think Ohio State and Clemson is going to be Ohio State. And I, I kind of share your uh, your opinion of the Alabama game. Um, Alabama would probably score 45, 52 points. And I don't even think um, Washington is going to break 17. I think it might be 45-10. to 10. Okay. Now, <laughs> since we did this with the World Series before multiple rounds and we both called it for the most part, mm-hmm. uh who do you got in the national championship well, between Ohio State and Alabama? Alabama. Who's going to win? Uh, as much as it pains me to say this, because I, I do want Ohio State to win, uh, representing the Big Ten, 
I think Alabama's going to win. It'd be a lot closer game than the one they played Washington, but... What I'll, makes you think that? With... Ohio State has played good teams. They, in the clutch, they have shown... I mean, look at the Oklahoma game. They they showed the resolve by going into Norman and and doing what needed done. By beating Wisconsin, going up to Madison and beating them. By beating Michigan at home. I mean, a double overtime game, it, it takes a lot of conviction to make it through. <clears throat> So, I think Ohio State, they know what it takes, but I just think Alabama, with um, that team, with, I think, uh, Nick Saban's a better coach than Urban Meyer, I think they have the edge, and I'm going to call 24, no, actually, you know what, 31 to 27, Alabama. Okay. Crazy score, but... I think it's going to be a crazy game. Yeah, I think it's really going to come down to Lane Kiffin in this game. Oh, which Lane Kiffin is going to show up. I, for the purpose of the podcast and just in general, don't like to agree with you. It's more fun to, to disagree. <laughs> but I, I don't think, I just think Alabama is better than Ohio State. I, as much as my fandom wants to get in the way and be like, yep, I called it. I think Alabama is going to win. I think that if... They can contain Jalen Hurts the way that they did, or the way that LSU did for the first half of that Alabama-LSU game. If they come in with that kind of game plan where they contain him, don't let him get out and run, and make him actually throw the ball, that their defense, their secondary especially, is good enough to cause a lot of problems with for Alabama. They don't have a stud running back that they've had in prior years. You know, Jalen Hurts is a guy that has to do it, do it all, basically. So... I actually think that Alabama will win, but I, I don't think it's a very high-scoring game. I'm seeing something like 17-7 to 7 or 17-10. to 10. I just <laughs> Ohio State's got a lot of problems moving the ball offensively sometimes, and Alabama is pretty comparable to like Michigan or Wisconsin for defense, but I think they are going to play more physical than those two teams. So Well, hopefully we're both wrong. Oh, absolutely. I hope Ohio State just runs the table and we can celebrate two and three years. But, you know, for the sake of uh, our two or three listeners that we have who also are SEC fans, I want I want them to know that I'm not completely biased, that I do think <laughs> Alabama is the better team. So let's uh, move to the NFL. Well, actually, let's quickly talk about baseball because it's the, it's the winter stove or hot stove, however you want to call it. A couple big signings uh, the past couple of days. Chris Sale got traded to the Red Sox, which uh, that's crazy. Uh, <laughs> he's 28 years old, a dominant left-hander, and still well within his prime. And now he's going and joining the reigning Cy Young champion, and Rick Porcello, as well as the Cy Young runner-up the year before in David Price. When did they trade for him? I didn't see that. They gave up the number one prospect in baseball, Yoan Moncada. He is he is supposed to be a stud, but they're saying he's he's the number one ba- prospect in all of baseball for every team. Um, they they gave up four players, but he was the big one. There was one other one who's a pitcher who's just pretty close to the majors, uh, and then two other fillers. But 
the this Moncada guy, he he's supposed to be a stud, but they're still saying he's kind of a year away, and they don't know if there's a position for him in Boston because they've got Mookie Betts and okay. uh, some of those other guys. But seeing Sale go to the Red Sox, it automatically makes you think Red Sox, Cubs, World Series. Theo Epstein, and I heard this oh, you th- this you morning, think, you think the Theo Epstein the versus Theo Epstein because he built most of that team. He did. Uh, He's the miracle man in baseball. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to have him cruises. for the Bengals as a GM because I just think as a GM, he's just a brilliant man and could learn football easily. Maybe send him to the Browns. I think they need more help than the Bengals. Yeah, I don't know. The Bengals <laughs> have won four games this year. Uh, anyways, baseball, yeah, I love this part of the year. Every team's kind of... You know, got a renewed hope once again. Uh, the Indians were linked with um, Edwin Encarnacion for a while from Toronto, one of the sluggers, uh, actually former Red. I haven't seen that actually come through yet, but we'll, it'll be interesting as we monitor the next couple of weeks to see who else in baseball moves along. But we'll go back to football because that's kind of what it was. I just wanted to quickly talk about baseball. Uh, <laughs> gotta get the baseball in there. Oh, you got I, that's my favorite sport, and it's gotta happen. Uh, the Justice <clears throat> League, we had some uh, communication snafus last week, but when we did compare the rosters, I did come out on top last week, so yep. now I'm back down to being uh, three games out with four to go instead of <laughs> if you would have won last week, I'd have been four, uh, four out or five out with four to go or something. I don't know, but. Uh, the, the spreadsheet tells me that we are. I am down three with four weeks to go. Right. So this week, who do you got? All right, so I'm sticking with my whoever plays Cleveland uh, lineup. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, so I'm going with Andy Dalton and Tyler Boyd. Um, I, I think Cleveland will end up probably winning this game, but I think Dalton and Boyd will have a good game. Uh, Taylor Gabriel is going to be my other wide receiver. Uh, Chris Ivory will be my running back. Terrence West will be my flex. I really, really, really think <laughs> that they're going to be able to do something um, this week. Baltimore, I'm talking about. Even though last week... Michelle uh, lacked the Dolphins yeah. last week. It was 36-6. Well, I don't have a lot of faith in Baltimore being consistent. Right. And they haven't been so this season. But I think they're going to be able to do it this week. I think they're playing uh, the Patriots, if I'm not mistaken. On Monday night. Yeah. And then... Uh, Making it a, a trifecta, so I'm going to take Cincy's defense against um, Cleveland. Josh Lambeau will be my kicker, and then Dennis Pitta will be my tight end. So Pitta had a big week last week. We'll he see did, if he man. can do it again. I doubt it, but we'll who knows? <laughs> uh, this week I got. I'm going to take Russell Wilson for my quarterback. Jordan Howard for my running back. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, Golden Tate and Stephon Diggs uh, for my wide receivers. And then uh, Doug Martin for my flex, Tampa Bay. Ooh. Who's Tampa Bay playing? I can't remember off no. the top of my head. <laughs> um, Ladarius Green, he had a good week. I actually stashed him on my uh, keeper league, and he's finally coming through. Of course, I'm not in the playoffs, but I can keep him again next year for an 18th round. So I'm hoping he has something in the tank. He had a really good game last week. He did. I was really excited about that. Uh, so ja- Sebastian Janikowski as my kicker, and then the Cardinals defense. I almost took Janikowski. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was mean, so close. It, I think that's a Thursday night game this week. I think Oakland and Kansas City is a Thursday night game, it if is. I remember. That's a Those good are game. always ugly games. Yes. it. I mean, last week was Dallas, Minnesota. And this week is Kansas City, Oakland. But before that, you've had really bad matchups. So we'll see uh, how that goes. 
obviously I need some help. I got to win three of the next four <laughs> uh, just to get back. And then that would make the final week, if that was the case, like for all the marbles, no matter what. As much as that sounds awesome, I kind of just want to win this week and just put the nail in the coffin. Well, you know, we have not had a good year fantasy-wise. But our league at work, uh, the playoffs are set. Neither you or I made it. I did end on the three-game win streak to finish six and seven. I think you went five and eight, yeah, I, I did, remember. Yeah. Um, One of the hardest things was buying the trophy for our league and knowing that I'm not going to win. I have no chance to win. The only time you're going to touch it is when you hand it to the champion as the league commissioner. So It depends on who wins. They, it might get mailed. To <laughs> right. We're all rooting for Barry. Uh, it, it, the guy is a comeback story. He's the guy we made fun of in a podcast or two uh, in, the early, in the early goings because he scored 39 points and rightfully so should have been made fun of. Yeah. But a guy who scored 39 points once in a game is now the fourth seed of the playoffs. He got in because I knocked out our other guy who works for our company mm-hmm. uh, who had never played fantasy before. So I really didn't want to, you know, I would have liked to have seen both of them in there. But it's uh, Barry versus Drum, the guy at work who we don't really want to win because he, <laughs> he listens to this podcast. But we all know and he will admit he, he's a He said he's going to so. rename the trophy if he wins it. Has he told you what no, it's going to be? No, no. I, I refuse to talk to him about this league currently. I just hope that Barry takes care of business. <sighs> And then on the other side, you got uh, Zach playing at uh, Weibel. Weibel, yeah. Weibel. Weibel's team should win it all. He's got the best team who's playing the hottest right now. We'll see. But, and I don't uh, even think he knew what he was doing in the draft. He was just throwing numbers out. Yeah, there. he's like, <laughs> I'll, just, I'll, I'll just draft this guy. Like, you got to know Weibel. He's a good guy, but he is. He, he's probably one of the most carefree dudes you'll ever meet. Uh, but in the NFL, man, I'm just... I'm kind of depressed. Like I, it's football this year, minus the King of the Hill pool, has just not treated me like super well. Well, uh, I'm glad the King of the Hill pool is still you're still running for it. Which we're down to 119. I did not pick the Patriots this week because they play the Ravens. With? I don't know if I want to say it on air yet because once I say it and I'm locked in, then I can't I can't get out of it. But it scares me to take the team that I'm currently locked in with. I mean, if you don't if you don't want to say, don't say. I mean, yeah, I. There's a lot of money involved in this one. It's not like a, yeah. a fantasy football league. I, I'm I'm really hinging on one team, but they're just a team that scares me to want to pick them to advance on a week. But I didn't go with the Patriots because you just don't. We talked about it. We don't know who the Ravens are. Yeah, and I think they could be a team that could beat the Patriots. Uh, I still think the Patriots will probably win that game, but I don't want to be coming a Monday worried about that. Um, maybe that'll knock if people pick the Patriots and the Ravens win. Maybe that'll knock a lot of people out for you. Possibly, but I've also got to win the game that I picked then anyways. So True, true. But the AFC North, man, has just been uh, it's not good. a crap show. Uh, you've got Baltimore, who I think is 7-5 and five now. And then the Steelers, aren't they? Are they also 7-5? Yep, and five? Both, But the but both Ravens seven and own the tiebreaker right. because they beat um, the Steelers. But both 7-5s, and fives, you just, I just don't know who they are. Like There's some weeks where they look like a legitimate team. I honestly think, and I've said this for a while, that it's Oakland and New England and everybody else in the AFC, so it doesn't matter. But, and I won't even talk about Cincinnati, who's won four games, or the Browns. Uh, but I really hope the Browns win a game. I really, really, really do. Okay, but I don't want them to win against the Bengals. To That's be fine. I just want them to win a game. I don't want them to win against the. Why? Steelers. Why do you want them to win a game so much? Because I just feel bad for them. It's. When the Ravens went 0-16, I don't know a lot of Ravens... Or, I'm sorry. When the Lions went 0-16, I don't know a lot of Lions fans. Um, It's not a team kind of... I don't want to say near and dear to my heart, but um, 
my entire family's Browns fans. I know a lot of Browns fans, and just kind of seeing them moping around season after season after season, I, I don't know what an 0 16 season would do for to them. But so is there you, a difference between 0 and 16 and 1 and 15? Yes, one win. <laughs> the, okay, other than that notch on the on the under the W column, it just doesn't seem like. This whole season will be a success. I'd rather them just go in 16, lock down the number one pick, and uh, maybe fire Hugh Jackson so he can come back to Cincinnati. Because <laughs> I'm hoping Marvin Lewis's time is done. But I look at somebody like Jeff Fisher who gets an extension. Oh, my gosh. And I'm like, well, if he's getting an extension, I, I'm pretty sure Marvin's probably going to fancy his way into an extension. But, I mean, that whole L.A. situation is crazy. You read about some of it. Fisher gets an extension, apparently, that he signed in the preseason – or knew about in the preseason, finalized in the middle of the season, has no idea that his GM got extended. Like, wh- how do you not know the guy that you work with on a on a daily basis has got an extension? You know, I have. When it comes to the Rams, I just I don't even know anymore. So Dallas is the only team that's locked up playoff spot up. They actually can lock up their division. I was listening to. Uh, they can lock up their division and even get a first-round bye if things go right this week. But they're the only team that's clinched a playoff. Uh, to me, and I think it looks pretty clear, I think the AFC is going to be, you know, the four division winners. you got the AFC South, which all those teams are like 6-6. Six and six. Don't sleep on the Titans. I think they're, they're going to be the pick for the AFC South. Well, the thing about that is the Colts are starting to turn it back on, and the Colts own, they beat the Titans twice this year. So, right. And but, the Titans have a much tougher schedule. They still have to play uh, the Broncos, and I think they're playing somebody pretty tough this week as well. So, whereas, they're yeah, they're playing the Broncos this week and then somebody else after that. Whereas the Colts, they're playing some pretty easy teams the next couple games. But they've uh, lost to some pretty easy teams it's true. this year. So, <laughs> you know, I but the AFC South, that's what that one's not really, you know, that one's not by any means determined neither is AFC West but I think all three of those teams are going to make the playoffs easily uh, I think Oakland I mean they've just been a they've been a really good story this year every time I question them they continue to prove it like hey we're going to come out and win and then you've got Denver the defending Super Bowl champions even to make it back to the playoffs will be impressive as well as Kansas City who keeps just doing things in the most weird way I mean last week the two-point conversion return for a touchdown like I mean, that, was a pretty, that was a feel-good story, though. With of Eric course Berry. it was. And, I mean, I didn't I didn't have, you know, skin in the game. I didn't care who won yeah. that one. But it was just, you know, you win games like that or you win games when you're – they were down, what, 17 or 20 points to uh, San Diego that one game and came back and won. And I just don't know how much, long they, how much longer they can do that. But, you know. Yeah, so Oakland. I think Oakland will win the division. Yeah. And then I think uh, – Kansas City and Denver will both get wild card spots. I have a sneaking feeling that Denver is going to get knocked out first. Of well, the, it would basically put a, it basically be uh, the AFC North and the AFC South versus those two teams. Yeah. So. Because the Pats are going to get the, the Pats uh, would get the bye. Uh, Oakland so, would get yeah. the bye. And then you've got you know the South and the North who would take on the two West teams, and I don't think anybody would favor. Uh, the South division winner, no matter who it is, or the uh, North division winner, whether it's Pittsburgh or Baltimore. I don't think they'll be favored. It would be an interesting matchup to see the Steelers go up against the Broncos. 
because the Steelers have that high-powered offense to go up against the Broncos' amazing defense. But the Broncos' offense is kind of lackluster. I'm not a big fan of Trevor Simeon. Um, I think they were kind of screwed either way with Simeon or Osweiler had they kept him instead of him going down to Houston. Which right, now they, they Paxton Lynch played last week. so True, true. I don't even know if he's playing this week. But, yeah, the, that QB situation is what causes me concern for the playoffs. I mean, the defense is elite, but the quarterback has got to at least be manageable. So yep. who knows about that? I think we'd also be remiss if we didn't switch topics one last time to Star Wars since we are now eight days away from the premiere. Yeah. I've already got my tickets for 745 next Thursday. I'm jealous I didn't get them yet, which I know I'm slacking. But i got to figure out when uh, my girlfriend will be able to go. So she's definitely going to go yeah. when you go the first time. Like She's not one of those, like, hey, go see it with your buddies, and then we'll see it on the weekend. Like If she told me that, then that'd be awesome. But she wants to see it, uh, so... I'll wait, and with her work but schedule. how long are you going to wait, man? I'm I don't watching know how it long that I weekend. Can, I was going to say, I don't know if I can make it past yeah. Friday without yeah. texting people about it. <laughs> that's why I went to go, that's why I was so adamant about getting a Thursday showing, because there's some people at work, all the nerds that we work with who are just inconsiderate, who are going to spoil everything. So there is one particular person, I'm not going to name any names, but uh, James is now working in the section that I used to work in last year when uh, Force Awakens came out. And I watched Force Awakens opening night, and the next day at work, there's one guy who, he is freaking Captain Spoiler. He just... Well, and of course, the big spoiler was Han Solo, which is not a spoiler anymore a year yeah, after. Yeah, you have a year, so... Uh, yeah, but finding that out not even 12 hours after, that would be cause for fighting. Like, I, I'm not really a fighter. I consider myself more of a verbal fighter. Like, I'll... Let's let's war with words. Yeah, I'll Ric Flair any day, but you go spoiling something like that on one of the two franchises that I love. You know, Harry Potter and Star Wars. Yep. I might I might want to just punch you, but <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Surprised I didn't get paperwork. I honestly. haven't seen any. I mean, I've stayed off the internet when it comes to trying to find stuff out about Rogue One because there will be somebody who probably finds a pirated copy. There'll be yeah. somebody who's Writing reviews on it, you know, next Tuesday, Wednesday. I don't want to do that. You know what you need to do? Just get off Facebook. Yeah. I, Call it quits on Facebook for a while because nothing's worse than scrolling down on your news feed and all of a sudden you read something and you don't know what you're reading until you finish reading it and then it's just ruined. Right. I, I typically stick to the red <laughs> notifications on Facebook, you know, like when I open the app and if it's got something, you know, there's telling me I've got something to look at, I'll look at it. But other than that, yeah, I, I don't really... Uh, and then have you watched Fantastic Beast yet? I haven't. I've been trying to get out. It's difficult with two kids yeah, and a wife who loves the series and wants to, you know, if it was just me, I could have taken care of that a while ago. <laughs> but, you know, that's one of those movies she really wants to see and we just can't get time for ourselves to do it. We we had an opportunity over the weekend, uh, but the showing was at 10 p.m. and it's a two hour and 14 minute movie. Ooh. So there's zero chance we would have been able to function Getting home at twelve thirty and then having to be up by five thirty because those boys are gonna wake up whenever. So, yeah, yeah, I, I want to get out and see it. I really do. Just finding babysitters and all these other things and schedule it's tough. Gotcha. So, yeah, we. I mean, we're in December. We could we could finish on something like rating movies, but I think we, maybe we can save we that for say that another for next week. week. 
I'll, I'll say this. I'll, let me ask. First Christmas movie you watched this season. Like, do you have an opening season or an opening Christmas movie that you like? It's that you got to watch, or is it just what feels good? Well, uh, we watched uh, Elf the musical, so I hope that doesn't count. Now, how was that? Because I I really <laughs> wanted to get out and take Emily to go see you know, it. It was it was really good. Elf is one of my top five favorite Christmas movies. Um, I wasn't sure if it was going to follow exactly like the movie or if there's going to be some little differences, but it did follow the movie exactly, albeit more singing. I thought it was it was really, really good. I'm a big musical fan. I've seen three so far, uh, Lion King, Book of Mormon, and now this one. And um, it's probably my, of the three, my my least favorite, but it's not trying to knock it or anything it's it's still yeah. just a good one it's just the lion king and book of mormon book of mormon were so much better um so but, that won't count as a movie what what was you... the first one we watched i think the first one we watched uh this season and it's just because uh anna hasn't watched it yet or she hadn't watched it was bad santa um it's a good movie i like bad santa it's pretty funny it's not my top five might not even be in my top ten. It does not even crack my top ten. We <laughs> we did that today at work for yeah. whatever. Um, but it was just one of those. It was on Netflix. We wanted to watch a Christmas movie, and we went with it. Now, as far as a movie that I went to search for, I uh, had to go out and find Christmas Vacation, hands down. That's that's oh. that's it. What do you mean you had to search for it and go out and find it's it? It's not on um, Netflix. So you don't own it. I don't own it. That's see, that's a mistake. <laughs> no offense, but let me offend you right now and say that's a mistake. Um, that's actually the first movie that we watched. Day after Thanksgiving was Lampoon's Vacation. It's my number one. Uh, I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll spoil it. I'll say it. Whatever. That's number one. That's the one we always got to start off with. We watched Elf last night, or I'm sorry, a couple nights ago, and then Santa Claus last night. We're at like a probably two a week kind of thing. So. Not bad, not bad. Yeah, uh, next week or maybe the week, probably next week because we're going to bump up too close to the holidays. Next week we will rank our top five or ten movies. Also give a bottom five movies. Oh, yeah, that's, that's some bad ones. Until then. How are we going, guys? Thanks for listening to Game Day Geeks. Follow us at facebook.com slash gamedaygeeks. Twitter at GD Geeks, or send us an email, gamedaygeeks at yahoo.com. Find us on SoundCloud or iTunes. And as always, we appreciate your reviews.